I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Being accurate is more important than being correct or being right. Straight all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOlDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. For all listeners of the show, I got to make sure you understand what the next step is and what the next level is in working with me and this work on your game universe that I've built. This podcast is not the last step. This is only the first step. The next step for you is to join me in my Bulletproof Mastermind and in my third day mastermind at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Let me tell you specifically what we work on. And those are both my group and my individual masterminds. First of all, we got to work on mindset. The biggest challenge that many people have, many of you who are listening right now, that is holding you back from the success and the outcomes that you want is not your tactics, is not the strategies you're using, is not a certain app or a certain process or any of that stuff that you think is the problem. The biggest challenge is your mindset because your mindset is what keeps you from seeing what you need to see and thusly doing what you need to do. And that's why you're not being who you need to be. So the biggest thing we work on in all of my mastermind programs, whether you're working in my group mastermind, or my one-on-one is we gotta work on your mindset and your mentality and your approach. Once we get that down as the foundation on top of that, then we're gonna build the strategies. Strategies are what exactly do I do? How exactly do I do it? Then there's the accountability. Not only the accountability for you and making sure you're getting things done, but also the accountability of the process. Making sure that the process is an accurate formula that is actually getting you to the outcomes that you want so that we can measure the results and how far you're getting or how far away you are Then there's the execution and making sure that you're doing the same things the same way every time, following the disciplines and following the processes. You can join my masterminds and start working with me directly. This is the very next step. If you're listening to this show and you're ready to go to the next level, the next step is to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You can join my group, Bulletproof Mastermind, or you can sign up for a call by clicking the link that says one-on-one coaching and sign up for a call with me and we can talk about working one-on-one in my third day mastermind. That again is at workonyourgameuniversity.com to work with me directly. That is the next step here. Mindset, strategy, accountability, execution, workonyourgameuniversity.com. My next Work On Your Game live event will be taking place May 5th and 6th, 2022. And this is going to be a virtual event, Thursday and Friday, full day events. And this is specifically for the thought leaders, personal brand builders, and entrepreneurs who want to build your brand, build your business, and you want to finally go full time in your business to where you're at least making enough money to cover your expenses and pay your bills so that you can quit your job and do your thing, your entrepreneurial thing full time. So this is specifically for those of you who are writing books, selling coaching, 
selling any type of training, you're selling courses, you're doing workshops, you're doing speaking gigs, live seminars, podcasting, and you want to start making a full-time income from that thing so you can stop doing all the other things and just do your thing full-time and you know the clock is ticking on you, this next Work On Your Game Live is the event for you. So I want you to go to workonyourgame.live. Notice that link, workonyourgame.live. And there you can see the details. This is going to be a two-day event. We're on day one. We're going to cover mindset and strategy. As you all know, the foundation of everything I do, we got to start with the mindset and the strategy so that you know you're working off of accurate formulas that actually work. What are you doing in entrepreneurship? What business are you actually in? What are your frameworks in place? Who are you trying to sell to? Who is your target client? What exactly are you giving them? We're going to cover all of that on day one in addition to more things. And on day two is application and execution. We're going to talk about putting together your offers. When you're putting yourself out there to the world, how do you put it out in such a way that gets people actually excited about buying what you're selling? How being prolific and putting your name and your brand and your mind and your ideas out there to the world is one of the biggest things you can do to make sure you're consistently generating new leads. In other words, new people who are knowing about what you're offering and excited about getting it. How to name your price. Any of you who's having challenges with pricing and money and getting money out of people, I know exactly why you're having those challenges and we will solve them on day two of working your game live. We're going to talk about the human capital you have in place, meaning the tools and skills, the intangibles that you have in place, what you need to develop and what you need to go get from someone else. We're going to talk codifying your knowledge. How do you take the knowledge that is in your head, get it on paper, so to speak, so that you can actually transfer it and sell it to other people in a systemic way? We're going to talk about how you're making money because money is one of the biggest challenges for entrepreneurs here. And that's really one of the main outcomes that we want to get here is that you're making the kind of money that you want to make. You no longer have challenges with selling your products and you're no longer holding yourself back with your own negative money mindsets. All of that's going to be covered on day two with application and execution. So what I want you to do right now is go to workonyourgame.live. That's workonyourgame.live, L-I-V-E. Get your ticket for this two-day virtual event. That's a Thursday and a Friday. If you can't make it either day, we will have a replay available for everyone who has a ticket. That is going to be May 5th and 6th. I'm covering two full days, mindset and strategy on day one, application and execution on day two. This is specifically for the thought leaders, the brand builders, the coaches, the speakers, the book writers, the seminar deliverers, the speakers, all of you out there who want to make a full-time living from your intellectual property. That is the knowledge that is in your head. You want to turn into products and services that people can pay you for, and you want to do it full-time, but you're not quite there yet. I'm going to help you get there. I know the formulas. I know the systems. I have the process. You join me at workonyourgame.live. I will see you in May, and let's get to getting this money. Workonyourgame.live. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there even when the success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves all of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is being right versus being accurate. And yes, these are two different things. You didn't know they were two different things. Now, today, you're going to find out. You're going to learn today. Now, before we get into this, I'm going to tell everyone, I have a daily motivation text that I send out every single day for free to everyone who's in my texting community. Here's how you receive it. Send me a text at my number, which is 305-384-6894. Send a text to that number right now. And every single day when I send out my daily motivation text, you will be a, I would say lucky recipient, but you're not going to be lucky. 
because you're getting this on purpose. That daily motivation text is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point every single day. My number, once again, 305-384-6894. Now, we talked in episodes 2154 and episodes 2113 about accurate formulas and just a few days ago about the inaccurate formulas that a lot of people may be operating by these skills of having accurate formulas and the skill of accurate thinking. Now, I want to talk today about accuracy from a different angle because I don't want anyone to misconstrue what it means to be accurate. Being accurate is not necessarily about proving yourself correct or proving yourself smarter or better than another person. So let's get into these points here so I can explain this in a way so that such that nobody can screw this up or present it inaccurately. So we want to make sure that we're accurately talking about this and that you understand it the right way. Point number one, topic once again is being right versus being accurate. Number one, when I say being right, quote unquote, I'm referring to you trying to prove yourself correct in a conversation. That's what I mean when I say being right. So I'm using quotation marks there, being right. And I don't want you to feel the need to prove yourself right in a conversation if you have accurate information on your side or proving that your idea, opinion, or point of view is the prevailing perspective. You don't need to do any of that when you have accurate information on your side. If this is your approach in any situation, you're not thinking accurately. If you're trying to prove yourself correct or smarter or better than another person, then you're not thinking accurately at that point. Now, it doesn't mean you can't be an accurate thinker at all, but in that moment, that is not accurate thinking. So the only way to think accurately and be right at the same time is by deferring to what is accurate and expressing that. And then you can be correct because you're being accurate. So understand that there's an order of operations here. Being accurate is more important than being correct or being right. Trying to prove yourself right is usually a matter of opinion and is also always very subjective. But being accurate is based on what is the target that we are after. And when we can agree on the target, then whatever is accurate is the thing that we go with. So this is not being accurate has nothing to do with what your job title is, your job status or any other advantage you may feel like you have over whomever you are talking to, especially in the midst of a disagreement. That's really where this comes in being right versus being accurate. Your only advantage in being accurate, okay, is in when you are appealing to logic, reason, objectivity, and most importantly, results, because we're in a results-based business here. So whenever you're in a conversation with somebody, we need to know what the result is, and we're going to get to that in a moment. That's what makes you accurate, is when you are appealing to logic, reason, objectivity, and results. When you are accurate, everybody, you don't need to be right. I'm letting that one sink in, but let me say it again. When you are accurate, you don't need to be right because the accuracy of your point, the accuracy of your approach is the rightness in itself. You don't need to prove anything when you are accurate. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is being right versus being accurate. The definition of accurate is, quote, correct in all details, exact capable of or successful in reaching the intended target, close quote. So being accurate is about having a perspective, an approach, a system, or a process that reaches the intended target. 
That is what accuracy is about. Key phrase here, the intended target, your perspective, approach, system and process, whatever you are saying, your arguments, your point should all be targeted towards reaching an intended target. So first of all, it needs to be a target in order for you to be accurate. Are you following me here? So by deductive reasoning, if you don't know what the intended target is, or if you and whomever you are working with do not have an intended target, or you cannot agree on an intended target, then neither of you or no one involved in the situation is qualified to be accurate. No one can be accurate if there is no clearly stated and agreed upon target result. I want to say that one again because this is the crux of this whole conversation right here. If there is not a clear target that everyone has agreed upon, it is impossible for anyone to be accurate in an exchange or conversation. Can't be accurate if there's no clear target. If we don't know what the goal is, then you can't hit it. If we don't know what we're trying to achieve, then your idea can't be any more right or correct than the next person's idea because nobody's even clear on what the outcome is. What is the goal? If any of you have ever been part of a team, this could be any team. It could be a relationship. It can be a business partnership. It can be a sports team. It can be a group of people working together. If not everyone in the group or partnership can agree on what the actual target is, then it's pretty hard to get everybody on the same page because if everyone's trying to reach a different outcome, then how can y'all agree on anything? It'd be pretty difficult to do. Damn near impossible to do. Nobody can be accurate without a clearly intended target that is agreed upon by all involved. Everybody heard that, right? So if you and your wife are arguing and you two can't agree on what the resolution of the argument is, then neither of you can be accurate in what you're saying. But both of you can think that you're right. And maybe some of you who are listening to this have been there before where you can't agree on what the outcome is. So nobody can be accurate. So you think you're right because you're trying to get over here and they think they're right because they're trying to get over here. Well, okay, well, both of you are quote unquote right, but neither of you is accurate. And therefore, the conflict will never get resolved. You see, you can't resolve something without accuracy. This is usually how arguments start and usually how they continue in the first place when people can't even agree on what the outcome is. If you and your business partner cannot agree on what the goal is for your business, then neither of you is being accurate simply because accuracy is impossible without a target. Now, I said this three times already. I'm going to say it a fourth time. Accuracy is impossible without a target. And that makes sense, right? And if you ever been shooting or any of you ever played darts, you cannot be accurate if there is not a bullseye to hit. If you're just throwing the dart and whatever it hits, it hits, then it doesn't matter. If you're going to a gun range, usually when you go to a gun range, there's a target to shoot at, right? You will know if you hit the target or not because there's a target there. If there's no target, just shoot it. Just shoot the gun and wherever it goes, it goes. Well, how do we know if you're better or worse at shooting than you were last time? You don't have a target. If you're playing basketball, there's a basket that the ball needs to go into. If there's no basket, then how can we win? How can we know who won? How can we know who scored more points if there's no basket for the ball to be shot? And you just throw the ball up in the air. And when it lands, somebody else grab it, you throw it in the air. And that's basketball. No, the crux of the game is putting the ball in the basket. If there's no basket to shoot at, then how can you hit your goal? There's no goal. You can't be accurate. Your intended target is the baseline of your conversation, the baseline of your approach. It is your North Star. It is your bullseye of your thinking. What is the intended target? If there's no target, it is impossible to be accurate. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is being right versus being accurate. So with all this said, what is the key to prioritizing 
accuracy over being right. Does anybody know the answer to this question? Let me ask the question again. What is the key to prioritizing accuracy over being quote unquote right? Any of you who's in a relationship, you should have an answer to this question. If you don't have an answer to this question, you're going to have problems at some point in your relationship, or if you've already had them, you're going to keep having problems until you can answer this question. Even if you never thought of accurate thinking before, you should know the answer to this question. Any of you who's ever been in any type of partnership or group deal, you need to know the answer to this question. Here's the answer. Get your ego the hell out of the way. Most important thing when it comes to accurate thinking over rightness is getting your ego out of the way. I've talked about over the last few days, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of professionals, a lot of athletes who express to me that they're having some type of challenge in reaching their intended target. The biggest challenge, though, is not that they're having a challenge reaching the target. The biggest challenge is when I challenge the strategy that they've been using and suggest they use a different strategy. Often, believe it or not, many of these professionals, many of these entrepreneurs, many of these athletes are so emotionally connected. Their egos are so emotionally connected to executing their way as opposed to an accurate way that they are unwilling to make the necessary changes that require them throwing out their ideas and using an idea that came from somewhere other than themselves. And because of their unwillingness to do that, to disassociate from their own ideas and their own beliefs and their own tactics and strategies, they are willing to shoot themselves in the foot and not achieve success or achieve significantly less success just so they can say they did it their way. And there are so many people walking the earth today. Actually, as a matter of fact, a few of you who are listening to this right now, you're one of these people. You're not achieving the outcome that you want to achieve simply because your way of doing things is not going to get there. But you would rather lose doing things your way than win doing things somebody else's way. Let's be honest here. And you're not the only one. If I'm talking about you, you're not the only one. Don't feel like I'm isolating you and singling you out. No, you got a lot of company. There are hundreds of thousands of people who are in the same boat as you. They would rather fail doing things their own way because it serves your ego to do things your way than succeed doing things anybody else's way because doing things another person's way to you is a reflection that something's wrong with you and your approach when that's not actually the point. Because again, it's not about being right, doing things your way. It's about being accurate, doing things in a way that actually works and actually hits the damn target. So the biggest roadblock and the biggest key to you thinking accurately and achieving your goals and hitting your targets is getting your ego out of the way. It does not have to be done your way. It doesn't have to be done by you. It just has, has to be done in a way that works. Smart people understand this. Wise people understand this. People who have control of their ego understand this. And everyone else will fail because of this. So which one are you? The most important aspect of accuracy, folks, is removing your ego, because when your ego is in the way, you will do whatever you need to do. All humans are guilty of this to defend your ego and prove yourself correct, even when proving yourself correct actually puts you in a worse position than if you had just accepted the accurate thing that works better than defending your ego. People would again, they will we call it cutting off your nose to spite your face. People will do this, put themselves in a worse spot just to serve their ego rather than put their ego in the back seat to win and succeed and hit the intended target. When you move your ego out of the way, you can focus on what matters. You know what matters? Hitting the target. You know what doesn't matter? Serving your ego when there's a bigger goal in place. In other words, accuracy is the goal, not 
proving yourself right. That's not the goal. Let me throw on a side note here to all the men who are listening to me right now. Do not use this uh, accurate thinking idea when you're in a disagreement with a female. Don't throw this phrase out there. All right. Think about it. Keep it in your mind. Remember that, hey, I need to think accurately here. What's the goal? What's the outcome that we're trying to get to here? We are trying to get to not me, not she, but we. What's the accurate outcome we're trying to get to here? And how can I help us move towards that? Keep that in mind. But do not throw out the phrase while I'm trying to think accurately. In my experience, no woman in the midst of a disagreement wants to hear about accurate thinking. All right, just keep it in mind. All right, so I'm just throwing that one out there just to make sure that you keep it in your head. But for everybody who's listening to this here, your ego is, first of all, it can be the biggest boon to your success, but it also can be the biggest roadblock to your success. It can be the biggest thing keeping you from reaching your success simply because you are prioritizing proving yourself correct, even though proving yourself correct has gotten you to the point that things are not working right now. All right, that's how you ended up in the spaces you're in right now is trying to prove yourself right. Doing things your way does not work. And that's okay, folks, because guess what? There's no human on this planet who knows how to do everything. There's nobody out here who knows everything, every way, and always does things, quote unquote, right. But let me tell you what the smartest people out there do. They go find other people who know things that they don't know. To give you a quick anecdote, Henry Ford, back in the day, he's the guy who brought the Model T Ford car, the, the modern American car to the United States, at least American manufacturing of automobiles. There was, he had some haters back in the day because he made a whole lot of money. And one of the things that some of his haters started to try to dig up about Henry Ford was that, oh, well, he gets all this credit for being this genius, you no, know, uh, very wealthy entrepreneur guy with these great ideas, but he's not really that smart. They were trying to prove that he's not that smart. So somehow, some way, they finagled Henry Ford to be on this, this public trial of sorts where his haters were trying to prove that Henry Ford is not that smart. So Henry Ford is on the stand. And he's being asked all these questions, all these random, basically trivia questions about, well, can you answer this? Do you know this? Do you know this? Do you know the, the square root of this or how many soldiers came to this battle or how this part of the government works and all these kind of things? They're asking him all these random different questions. Henry Ford at one point uh, responded to one of the after he was asked a barrage of these questions that he could not answer. And these people, I guess they felt like they were proving their point. Henry Ford said to the, the person asking the question, he said, you're asking me all these banal, asinine questions when I don't benefit at all from filling my head with this information. All I need to do, if I ever have a question that I can't answer, you know what I do? I'm on my desk, in my office, in my company. I got a bunch of buttons on the desk. If I need an answer to a math question, I push the button and my math guy comes in. He answers the question. If I need an answer to a tax question, I push the button and my tax guy comes in and answers my question. If I got a legal question, I push a button and my legal guy comes in and answers the question. If I need an answer to any kind of question that I can answer, I have access to people who can answer those questions and they work for me. So why do I need to fill my head with all this information that you claim makes you quote unquote smart? And what he was saying there was, I'm out of the example now, Henry Ford was explaining to this guy and to everyone else who heard this that, listen, being smart is not about filling your head with as much information as possible to prove yourself quote unquote right. The point is being accurate. Because Henry Ford had gotten to the point that he had gotten to by being accurate, which is achieving his intended goal, which is which is bringing the modern automobile to the United States. Because all oh, you know who Henry Ford is, even if you didn't, his name is on the vehicles, Ford vehicles that comes from Henry Ford. And the reason that he is who he is is because he was accurate in his execution, accurate in the things that he was doing. So for you, accurate thinking is, again, not about serving your ego and proving yourself right. Accurate thinking is about 
What is going to get me to the outcome? And if getting me to the outcome means me putting my own intelligence to the side so that I can borrow intelligence from another person, that doesn't make you dumb. And it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. It actually makes you smart. It makes you efficient because how many things can you be a genius at? How many things are you a genius at? It might be zero. Like, you don't have to be a genius at anything, as a matter of fact, because all the information is out there, folks. All you got to do is go get it. And the important skill is knowing where to get it from, just like Henry Ford. Like he said, I got a button for the tax stuff. I got a button for the legal stuff. I got a button for the math stuff. I got a button for the car stuff. He knew which person or which people to reference for certain types of information. He wasn't referencing the wrong person for the wrong information, which is what many of you are doing these days. And sometimes that wrong person that you're referencing for the wrong information is not somebody outside, it's you. Sometimes you're referencing yourself for business information when you don't know anything about business. You're referencing yourself about how to be more disciplined when you don't know anything about being disciplined. There's someone out there with accurate information about discipline that you are not referencing simply because it wouldn't serve your ego to reference anyone other than yourself. So you'd rather serve your ego and be less disciplined and less efficient and do lesser in your business than service your business and service your success by referencing someone outside of yourself because it would bruise your ego to admit that maybe you're not the smartest person in the room on a certain topic. Oh, I'm talking to somebody directly right now. The question is, is it you? And then the question is, what are you going to do about this? Are you going to try to prove yourself right? by making yourself the smartest person in the room at every single topic? Or are you going to put your ego to the side and put your success on the front line and say, what is going to help me get to success? Is it me deferring to myself or is it me deferring to someone who might know more than me? Which one do you want to do? Which one makes more sense? Which one's going to get you more success and which one's going to make you more money? And what's the goal? Is the goal serving your ego or is the goal recent success? And sometimes you got to choose between the two. And I think I have an episode on my show where I have talked about exactly that. Actually, I know I've talked about exactly that. In episode 1523, I told you to check your ego at the door. In episode 1353, prioritizing success over ego. This is what smart people do. If any of you ever played a sport, now how many superstars are there on a the sports team? Usually maybe two, maybe three. Depending on if you're on a really talented team, maybe three, usually two. What's everybody else on the team doing? Are they trying to compete with the superstars to be a superstar too? Or are they falling back, playing their role, doing what they need to do so that the whole team can be more successful? What are you doing? What's the superstar of your team? You personally, you have a team. The knowledge that you have and the skills that you need are your team. Some of those skills will come from you. That's when you're the star. And some of those skills will come from outside of you. That's when somebody else is the star. Are you okay with anyone other than yourself being a star in any moment in your life? Or must you be the center of attention at all times? And if that's the point that you got to be the center of attention, that your ego has to be front and center, here's my question. How is that working for you? With all that said, let's recap today's class, which is being right versus being accurate. We talked about accuracy in episodes 2154 and 2113. I want to make sure you don't misconstrue what it means to be accurate. It does not mean proving yourself correct. Point number one, when I say being right, quote unquote, I'm referring to you trying to prove yourself correct or prove that your point of view is the prevailing perspective when it's usually just based on opinion. That is not what you're trying to prove here. That is not accurate thinking. You can prove it, but you're not being accurate when you do it. Not because of your job title. That's not what makes you accurate. Not because of your status or because you can pull rank on somebody. It doesn't make you accurate. What makes you accurate is that you are appealing to logic, reason, objectivity, and results, not to your own ego or your own thoughts. Point number two, 
Definition of accurate means correct in all details and being exact, that you are capable of reaching an intended target. The key phrase here is intended target. You cannot be accurate if not everyone is agreeing on what the target is. So the number one thing you must do as a leader in any group, whether it's two people or 2000, is get everyone on the same page as to what the outcome is. You cannot be accurate without a target. If there is no target, then no one is being accurate. Your bullseye, your North Star is the target. No target, no accuracy. Point number three, the key to prioritizing accuracy over being right is getting your ego out of the way. Many people will rather fail by serving your ego than succeed by putting your ego to the back seat. My question is, which one is more important for you to serve your ego, improve yourself right, or to actually be accurate and do the things that will actually work? And there are many people out here these days who are driving themselves towards failure and at best mediocrity simply because they are serving their ego over serving their success. My question is, which one are you doing? And if you're serving your ego over your success, my question is, will you be happy a year from now, five years from now, 20 years from now, if that's what you spent your life doing? I can't answer that question, but you should. All that said, two things for you to do. Number one, text me to get my daily motivation every day straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. Number two, if you're ready to get serious about putting your ego to the side and let's work on some accurate thinking that will get you real results, regardless of whether you're the front runner or someone or something else is, so we can work on your strategy, your accountability, and your execution, join my Bulletproof Mastermind by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Com. If you want to work with me one-on-one, there's an option for that as well. At the top of the page, just click that link. You can apply to hop on the call with me. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com for my Bulletproof Mastermind. That is the next level. You listen to this show and you like it, you're ready to work with me directly. Workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.